The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Podcasters, the D&D tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony. As you can see, guys, we have some new faces, got some familiar faces, and uh, we're going to have a great time tonight. I'm very excited, and uh, you know, we're going to get into it. For that, though, I just want to throw out a little shout out to... Oogie Games in Niagara Falls, New York at 2406 <laughs> Military Road, 14304. If you're in the area, head on over there. Uh, check them out. They buy, sell, and trade new and used games. Want to head on over there. Thank you guys for uh, sponsoring us here at the uh, here in Podcasters as well as the Podcast Precinct. Also, I want to let everyone know, if you haven't yet, if you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to our Teespring. Links are below. I have the brand new T-shirt. If D&D is satanic. All Hail the Dark Lord. Check it out. Um, make sure you guys grab one. Support the stream. Support the campaign. Because, guys, this is the campaign for the network. Um, it's changed names. It's got, now we're back to Saturdays. We were on a Tuesdays for a little bit, you know, when we're releasing it. And this is the campaign. We're going strong with it. And we've got some new faces. So let's introduce them. What's going on? Uh, uh, we're going to introduce them in the actual story. I'm going to let the surprise in. You'll find out who they are at the end of the episode when they do the roll call. So let's pick up back where we where we uh, left off. So when we last left off, our warlock paladin Boom Boom had went off to the Temple of Bahamut to go undergo more practicing and teachings, and then we found out he made his way headed off into a forest for God knows what, probably to fight Mama. It's exactly again. how he showed up. He I came, mean, he came from the forest. He went back into the forest. Sounds about right. Boom, boom. <laughs> um, yeah, I, oh, that's a great. I see a t-shirt. I see a forest line, little bit silhouette, and then just the orc walking away from Mama. Uh, <laughs> to to Mama. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we had Rune ta- uh, be interrupted by Kronos, which our players have not met yet. Or, yeah, you guys have not directly interacted with him at all. You guys saw a bit of his gifts uh, that he had given Rune, the pouch. And upon realizing it, Cronus realized, hey, you're needed elsewhere. So he carefully plucked him out of this world and placed him elsewhere. Which you guys can see with the uh, video that went up right before this one. Should be uploaded. It's going to be a uh, single one that me and Chris ran through. You guys check that story out. But apart from them. We had Remus and Howard basically doing errands for the town of Berghold that they were kind of staying in there. They had been spending a few nights off at the, um, oh my God, I forgot the name of the place, but it's the, what is it, the, the Quiet Nip? Can't remember the name of it. Um, it it's, I, I just remember it was uh, something Nip. I don't have the name written down. <laughs> and Howard and Remus were just kind of running some errands for Puff. Uh, over at his shop and doing some errand tasking for Jarrell. They had just recently went up to the uh, Stevenson's farm, collected some Pegasus, timestamp that, uh, had 
fought some scarecrow-like creatures, acknowledged the disappearance of children, and then left them, and just bedded down for the night within uh, the Stevenson's house. We just talked to old man Stevenson. You guys just talked to old man. Stevenson? It all it all hit me. I know. I don't even need the time. I don't need the timestamp. I'll just see my reaction. Oh, <laughs> uh, guys, we pick up. Uh, I have a little bit of fast tracking to get us to where we need to be for tonight. So we're going to kind of do this in parts of uh, quick reactions of we pick up the next morning. Or how, where did Howard and I uh, sleep again? You guys had crashed on his uh, in like his kitchen, on, like the couch, or not this kitchen in the living room, like in his uh, yeah. like a couch and like on the floor, I think. Okay. Um. I, I what I, I'll wake up first. I know I'm gonna wake up first. Yeah, I'm you going wake to up first. Begrudgingly wake up Howard, even though he doesn't want to wake up. Um. So what do you want to do? Uh, we, <laughs> we, we left off, we have the, the Pegasus poop, um, and that's the Pegasus as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you guys, yes, you guys, almost, you guys attempted to try and hijack and steal a Pegasus. It started a rough, uh, a, a ruckus, and yeah. he's giving us a Pegasus. Oh, no, he's not giving you a Pegasus. I feel like I intimidated him into giving us one. No, you didn't. Intim- he's not giving you a Pegasus. <laughs> okay, well then. That's fair. Um, so we got Figured, what we yeah. came to the farm for, yeah. and then we chased... I remember chasing one of the two scarecrows to the wood line. Yep. And then we came back. Because yep, you it was guys chased... You, you chased not because we were afraid, off. because we were getting dark. And then... The so, little girl screaming stopped. So you're like, oh, okay, we don't need to go further. I almost caught yeah. up to it. I almost, almost caught up to it. And you uh, found dead bodies in the in the field as well. Yeah. Families that were yep. supposed to be living the, here. You found yeah, a family. Too. All right, Howard, what do you think we should do? Well, I mean, the girl's already dead, so no use going after her anymore. <laughs> I say we head back onto town. We have what we came here for. Um, I'm pretty sure we can do something with Mr. Old Man Stevenson upstairs, take his Pegasus that he was going to promise me, and uh, head on back, grab the others, and then we can go. It's uh, old, old Man Jennings, I'm sorry. Oh, Old Man Steven, Steven and Lucy Steven. Jennings. Old Man Jennings, that's what it is. Old Man is upstairs, uh, and his uh, imaginary wife and family that we've yet to meet, and uh, head back into town. I'm torn. I'm truly torn. How far are we from town? About three hours from town. That's you could, so you far. could make it to town, so get far. some help, and come back and like try and investigate. That, that's what I'm saying. But at the same time, I'm like, do I want to walk three hours and then find people and then walk back three hours? You could. I think go that was back, like the original plan, help. but I mean, well, we, is it really we, worth it? Come in. How many people? Yeah, it's just his. It's just this. This always be here. We can always come back at a different time. All right. Is old man Jennings awake yet? I assume he's awake somewhat. Is is he actually a farmer? Or is he just tend the Pegasus? 
he's not the farmer. You didn't see him out with the farm. He has no farm fields behind him. Like a, probably has a, uh, by working over by the uh, manure piles, mm-hmm. you would have seen that there's like a small vegetable patch, kind of like personal veggies and a, but nothing like a, like a crop field. Kind of take oh, yeah. it that uh, his relationship with the other farmers and the other families in the, in this little, like, it's not really a town. It's just like, three farmhouses a little like grouping yeah all kind of work off of each other where he kind of has the horses and the pegasus has manure they grow the giant fields and they all kind of work work off okay that way is uh is old man jennings awake yet oh hold on by the way guys all dungeon master dice rolls are not brought to you by chessex dice but all of them will be made with chessex heavy dense set dice um we don't. We are not sponsored by Chessex Dice, but we would love to be. So, if you have connections out to Chessex Dice, let them know that we'd love to have a partnership with them. I blame you for everything bad that's going to happen to me, Chessex Dice. I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is just up. You can see him uh, getting up and kind of looking over, talking to Howard. You hear the <laughs> creaks from the steps above, and a <laughs> and he comes walking down the stairs. Hello, morning. Um, I fixed you anything oh, to breakfast. How many of the, you are left in this little area here? It's just just us three. Me, All right. Well, my family. Don't worry about breakfast right now. Oh, okay. I think what we should do oh. is <laughs> see how he's like. Oh, you should come with us. We'll take your Pegasus and the cart, so it's a, a very quick trip for the five of us and all in our cart. We'll go to town. We'll get some more people to help us, and then we'll come back, rid you of whatever that Scarecrow monster is, and then maybe we'll keep a Pegasus or buy one from you at a discount. <laughs> whatever you think is fair after this job is done. I, uh, if, if you and others could... I could work out a deal if you were to take care of that for good, but I mean, a Pegasus makes me a lot of money, so we got to make sure that it's a very serious problem. They haven't been terrorizing me yet, so I'm not just going to give away. Do, do they breed? Pegasus. Do you breed Pegasus? Yes, but maybe you don't see maybe anyone we'll take. Just... <laughs> I know. Maybe I'm just saying we don't need one now. Maybe the the next one to come. Maybe that's what we'll work out in the end to keep your money flowing. Going. I'm not worried about this right now. I'm just saying. He, he kind of like, he, all right, sounds fair. <laughs> um, so, but I think for you three to be safe, you should just come with us to town right now. That way we can take you and the two Pegasus. One will pull the cart. One will take you guys. The Pegasus won't die while we're gone. Um, get, how, how about I just come with you? I'll leave. I'll, I'll leave. Uh, stupid. Well, I can't leave all the Pegasus. Someone's got to stay with the Pegasus. I thought there were only two. Well, yes, but but I at least my wife can stay and tend to the other Pegasus, or I'll come into town with you to fly one. No, I'm saying all all the whole family comes. We're taking a family trip to town. But there's but there's more Pegasus that can that sh- that can't be left here. I thought there were two. Is there two Pegasus? I thought yeah. there were only two Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So two one, Pegasus. one on the cart with the wife. One with the man and his daughter, and we'll walk or something. I don't know. Okay. This can work. I mean, the cart is kind of full. 
and you have plenty of room with for your wife, you just pull all the back there. Thanks. You guys settle it out. Um, if you want to clear out the the cart, you can do that for me. Or no, I think we can fit on the on, on the Pegasus if you want to bring them. Okay, I'll ride the Pegasus in. Okay, I'm gonna go get them ready. You uh, go out there and unstrap that mule, and I'll be out to fix it attached to the cart. So you're gonna look out the window. Any scarecrows or anything? Make perception or... check. Yeah. What'd you roll? What? Oh no! Am I lying? Seven. Seven. He's a seven off. Okay. All right. Um, seven. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Sorry, guys. It's just da- Danny's out in Florida, and the storm's coming through. Super <laughs> hurricane, huh? Super cane. The two Supercane. merging. Super cane. All right. Uh, uh, you don't see any scarecrows. No, nothing. It's very quiet. It's it's eerily quiet. I will hide and uh, tend to the car. Okay, you head on out there. Start unstrapping the mule. Um, shh, calm down, calm down. Uh, relaxing it as you're unhooking it from its cart and everything. Um, Ricky, uh, Remus, are you heading out there to, uh, to help with that? I will help prep the cart. All right, cool. So with both of your help, I, I just going to say that you guys easily uh, attach the cart to one of the Pegasus. Are you clearing it out for the family to get into the back of the cart? No, or? no we're taking the get paid for that, too. Okay, so they're going to ride in the back? Um, yeah, they can also the tr- they could take the mule. Okay. So you guys are aren't gonna fly then. You guys are clear are gonna use them as like as steeds then. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Um, all right, it's, it's a couple minutes pass by, and you see the you see the the father, um, Stephen Jennings, come walking out. Uh, is he a? I'm pretty sure he's a elf. No, he's a human. Human comes out leather farmer, uh, done up in uh, his daily attire, a little dirty and. Um, all right, I have him, and you could see him holding in his arms two uh, stuffed dolls in his hand. Let's go. Your wife and kid. This is them. Looking at you, he starts. Uh, he takes kind of almost boom boom style, where he grabs the puppy. Goes, "Hi, my name's Lily." And he goes, "Shh, don't be rude. Don't be rude." Don't talk unless. <sighs> Sorry about them. I look to Howard, and I, I ask, look I, I ask like, him, "How does she tend the Pegasus?" <laughs> Don't even answer that. <laughs> you guys never investigated the house. <laughs> Steven's not all there, guys. No, he's not. Here, they'll all be right, fine. Well, and he, he kind of like straps them onto his back, almost like a little. How does he have type. Pegasus? How? Oh, oh, he may he he tends to them by himself in this family. Uh, all right. Well, that means that changes things. We can two two people can fly, and one of us can take the mule. Yeah. 
So are you guys fly? How are you guys getting back then? So you guys well, are able can, to all no, essentially get on uh, one. So who's getting where? The, I think we'll use them as, as yeah. We'll use them as steeds and just pull the cart back. Sure. Okay. Um, well, man, Jennings can just run the yeah, so uh, within the course of the next couple hours, not in the next couple hours, uh, with the mule be hour and a half or so trying to keep pace with everyone, you guys start to drive back into the town of Berghold. Um, as you come up to the gates, you notice there's no guards. And there's more, uh, as, you, as you come into the town, it's now a little more frantic. You see some people kind of Shambling, a lot, shambling around, running around, just kind of talking in hushed tones, looking over, seeing people walking. They hush, kind of like they see newcomers coming into the town, people that uh, are like arriving and kind of keeping hushed tones, keeping quiet, and kind of like walking off, st- staying away from you. Let's go Where to you puffs. Going to puffs. All right, we're getting rid of this giant cart of. Got it. So. As you guys get into, uh, as you guys start making your way through the town, make perception checks for me. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Four. All right. Nice. So you just get to puffs. Uh, you kind of hold the Pegasus, kind of like secure them. Uh, Steven's getting out and kind of uh, settles him down, calms him down. They hooks a little uh, like rain to the building, and I'll go talk to Puff on inside. Walks right on in. Um, Wait, why is he talking to Puff? He just wants to go talk to Puff. He knows. Okay. He's just going in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go talk to Puff. I'll be see you in there. He kind of just gets right on in, and as he walks in, you guys both notice there are. One, two, three, four, five, six guards all walking directly at you with a pace that is accelerating. Almost mm. like a crit, like a fast mall walk. Like the security guard at the mall saw you and they're going to cut you off before you can leave. Mm. They're coming at you from both sides now. Is there a barrel near me? <laughs> <laughs> There's a barrel. But they will see you get into it if you attempt to. Even if I bonus action hide? You can't hide. You can can bonus action hide. But they will still see you hiding, getting into hide in the barrel. They can only see eyes on you. Would you go after a man who just jumps in a barrel in front of you? Jump in a barrel and then make an intimidation check if you want. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I, I think we should just go into Puffs and go out the back door. All right. Uh, as you start to walk into Puffs and go to put your hand on the door, the one go, you hear the one of the voice goes, Holt! Not another move. So come walking oh, okay. up to you. Sorry about that. I'm going to quickly go inside Puffs and close the door behind us. Um, <coughs> make a dexterity check. Ooh. Straight decks. Uh, mm-hmm. shit, where'd it go? Uh, 15. 15? Uh, you start to shimmy around to get into through this, and one of the uh, guards, un- uncanny speed, you see him kind of click his feet together and <laughs> rush right up to you put you in, and uh, make a strength saving throw for me. Ooh, natural 19. 
No modifiers, um, so that's 19. Um, you don't take any damage, but you feel him, but you feel the guard. Uh, yeah, that's 19. You, you don't feel any, uh, yeah, you don't, you, you, you don't take any damage, but you get smashed as this guard shoulder just kind of shoulder checks you right into the building and says, I said not another move. What gives? What gives? We're just here for business. We've seen you come in here. You've only been in the town, what, three days and already trouble? We're, we're, we're not putting up just... with your kind. Okay. And, uh, Sir friends, this is a mistaken identity. We are here to do business with Sir Puffin here. He ordered us to go grab this cart, as you can see behind us. And uh, we're here on an errand for him. An errand? Mistaken identity? You mean like this? And he holds up in front of your face as one of them begins to start grabbing your hands and put you in shackles behind you? Uh, He's dangling in uh, a necklace with an S emblem with a dagger through it. As he, as another guard begins to walk in up to you, Remus, and starts to grab your hands and force and kind of like, you didn't make an attempt to move, so he's not trying to smash you into the building to arrest you, but he's more or less trying to grab you, grabbing your, your wrist and start to shackle you up. I'm sorry, friend. You do not want to do that. I'm going to do Haunted Eldritch Aspect on him. Um, so he sees my face and everything just like go straight monstrous tentacles flipping all over the place <clears throat> he he has to make a wisdom saving throw of 14 okay give me one moment yep Let's see I'm checking these stats with D&D beyond <laughs> um Uh, why, why, why can't I just? These stat checks are brought to you by Free Games <laughs> at uh, twenty four oh six Military Road, Niagara Falls one four three zero four. Check them out. They buy, sell, trade. Use some new games. Oogie games. Okay. Um, DC makes. Okay, casting that. Let me check in his hat. Access. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. All right. So as you go to cast uh, a, uh, a the cantrip, uh-huh. you see him wave his hands, and before the magic leaves your your hands, you see it go... And fizzle out in front of you. Oh, dirty man. None of that. And uh, make a dexterity save with disadvantage. Oh, that's nice. Hold on. Uh, That is dexterity save. Mm -hmm. Not bad, not bad. What's your roll? Four. Plus? Yeah, it was two plus two, so four. Oh, okay, cool. How Great. far am I away from this? Um, this would be. I see this happening both, like literally, right in front of Puff's shop. No, so like within where you'd be like right next to it. 
Right now, ba- was I already bound? Um, he's in the process of bounding you. I'd give you a reaction if you didn't want to do anything by now to see. Well, I was going to say, can I just use Sentinel and as my reaction and just side melee? So he has no idea what's going on, but he just gets hurt. Um, no, I wouldn't be. I, I don't. Th- I, I wouldn't be able to. I mean, with disadvantage, I'll let you attack. But it's going to be hard because you have uh, a guard right behind you and your guys are all completely surrounded. You want to go for it, I'll let you go. Well, I feel like I'm just like falling into the guy behind me with a dagger pointing at him. Like I'm like trust falling backwards. Oh! And just like going into him. Sure, I'll give you that then. I thought you were going after the guy that's, that's trying to lock up Danny, that's why. No, I couldn't get around that way. Okay. Go for uh, it. Uh, uh, 23. Oh, cool. Sweet. So uh, you, you, you create and conjure this blade of psychic energy between the back of your hands, um, between your back, holding, and as you go to f- like fall backwards and trust fall into this guard that's currently shackling up your hands, currently like putting the shackles on you, and you notice two things happen at the same time. The first one is that the minute you get the energy, the blade, you start to fall into the, into the guard. It feels as almost there's something that's not letting the blade push forward into the guard's gut. Almost like there's an invisible barrier of okay. almost like a counter psychic energy that's kind of blocking the blade. Dope. Um, second one is... Uh, second the second is that the minute that happens you notice the blade from your hands it fizzles out and it's not like the spell didn't get casted kind of like what happened to uh, howard more or less in the idea that there's no magic you can't like it just got cut off and you kind of make the connection that the minute the shackles went clink clink uh, the, your connection was cut. Interesting. Weird. Uh, you see the guard shackle is, Howard. Or oh, go on. No, I, I, I was just. Is like psionics in the same realm as magic? Yes and no. This isn't. Um, there's something different. It's okay. similar. This is. This is. This isn't. Wasn't like a spell. This is something different. Different. No, was, yeah, no, we had never discussed it either, so yeah. I was just, I figured this was a good time to ask. No, oh, so, the, the, so like metrics. the way like psionic and magic, like, so psionics can imitate magic effects and magic spells. That's kind of why like your mage hand isn't a psionic, isn't created psionically. That's like a magic casting. Yeah. There are spells you cast with your psionics are more or less your psionic ability can manifest spell abilities and spell okay. traits, but they're not they're not tapped into the same weave of magic. Like spell casters, regardless of how they acquire their spell casting, it's a, there's like a, kind of like a chi, like there's always this weave of energy magic, kind of like the force that they can tap okay. into you. Gotcha. So that's different. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I pretend I'm sleeping. All right. So you, you drop down kind of like falling like almost as if you've passed out. The guard holds you. <sighs> Uh, you see the one that Howard had uh, tried to um, 
cast a spell. He gets kneed and uh, kicked into his gut as he falls over. And uh, you see the guards put them in the cart with the rest. (sighs) This cult ends today, if we have anything to say about it. And uh, you feel your body. Do you give anything or you just kind of like go limp? No, I deadweight him. I make him have to work to carry me. Cool. So as you deadweight, he catches you and just throws you over his shoulder. You can uh, peer in out if you can uh, just keep your eyes open. Oh, with your with your eye, mm-hmm. you would see uh, there's one following your body as you're slung over his shoulder. And the mm-hmm. one that actually went to attack, you see uh, the one that kicked Howard, drags him, just ho- grabs him by like the, like hooks him by like his, where his arms are chained and just drags his body. They bring you to this cart. Very similar to the cart that you had first seen a prisoner in, carted away. I, I, I recall the cart. Yeah. And you see the door Inc! opens up and he throws you both in the into these into this uh into this cart as well. The one guard gets in, fixes you to the wall, uh to like where the bars are, moves your hand around, clanks them in between, just like the prisoner was latched the the first time you had seen it. Does to both of you. Uh, goes. This isn't going to be fun for you. We've got a few days ahead of us. And they they walk around to the uh, front of where this cart is latched up to a horse. There's two guards on both sides. Uh, walking uh, at the front of the cart. Two behind, followed by a horse behind them as well. And they lead you out of Berghold. As we pick up the scene next, we move over and uh, within this cart, it's been a day or two ride. It's getting tiresome. Four bodies total, or you and Howard and two other people in this cart being transported. Um, it's been very quiet. Anytime anyone attempts to make noise or gruntled, it's a very quick smack to the back of the head and shut up. No talking. And the second day, it's been nonstop travel. Very, just throughout the night, they take shifts. Um, Wait. One kind of, what? I would want to try and do something on the first night. On first night? So just so you know, the first two nights uh, of travel, yeah. it's been nonstop. There's been no stops. That's they're fine. either walking continuous or they're trading off t- uh, partners or they're trading off help to get up on the top uh, where the one was... Uh, um, controlling the reins, taking naps and shifts. What do you oh, want to yeah. do on the first night? I want to do uh, sci- psychic whispers. Got it. So, uh, I have to roll my side eye, which is currently D10. Okay. I did, yeah, D10. Roll the ball. Sweet. So I can do up to nine people, but I'm just picking the three people around me in the cart, including Howard. All right, cool. So uh, you hear, um, you start talking. uh, Howard is knocked out completely. Nothing coming from him. His body, he's barely moved. Um, I would imagine like, at first, I forget that I could, like it's. I, I assume yeah. it's like a, an all-out broadcast to everyone. 
like I'm, I'm sure I could select two, but like in my head, I'm just like talking to everyone, but directing it towards Howard, and I don't realize he's passed out for a second. So what are you saying? I just oh, wait. Like, hold on one second. <laughs> hold on. We have him jumping in right now. Um, from Florida. He's connecting the audio. Connecting the psychic whispers. I don't know, Danny. Can you hear us? Connecting the Psychic Wizards, uh, Remus cast Psychic Psychic Wizards on the first night as the, there are four, just to recap real quick. So there's four, uh, Howard, you're in a cart that you guys saw carted away that first first time. Yeah. It's now you, Remus, and two other bodies in this cart. And uh, I'll backtrack. So instead of just stepping it up to two days, within this first day of travel, um, there are four guards in total, two that walk up side by in the front of the carts, taking shifts of resting up on top where there's a horse pulling it, and then there is a guard on a horse in the back that is riding and following along. Um, okay. Remus, you cast Psychic Whispers. What are you saying? I'm asking Howard if he's awake or okay. Or We haven't really talked much. Uh... Uh, I I kind of pretended I was sleeping. They uh they picked us up at Puff Shop. I don't really know what was going on, uh, but that crazy guy is gonna have something happen to him, I guess. Now, yeah, I guess so. Um, anyway, we need, we need to go back and get those Pegasus. Well, yeah, we need to get paid for that cart too, yeah, and return do. the cart. Oh, that's a rental. She's gonna be paid. Uh, like late fees and the mule. The mule. So, Did the mule make it alive? <laughs> yeah, we, I wrote it. We wrote okay. it. Someone wrote oh, yeah. it. That's right. Okay. So, uh, real quick, during all of this, uh, Finks, you have been sleeping, just biding your time, sitting down next to Snuff. You were ripped out of your cell sporadically. Um, Lord Ferris came down, a green dragon board came down into the bar- came down into the holding cell. Just a day ago, or no, this would be almost about 12 hours ago, ripped you out and said, you're finally getting what's coming to you. Pulled out the guy in the, in the cell to the right of you. Snuff, you, you've barely spoken to him, and throws you in this cart, and you pass out. Being drugged, possibly, not knowing why. And... Remus, when do you do this? How like late in the night? Are you going like into the day, or how how soon into the day are you doing this? I would say probably about dark. That way, like facial reactions wouldn't be a thing. Okay, so then like, no one would be like stunned, and the guards would be like, "What the hell's going on?" And they'd see us like looking at each other. Okay, not twelve hours ago. Then we're looking at about seven hours ago. Sure, this is when that happens. So now. It's around 9 o'clock at night. It's getting dark. Uh, cart's still going. But you now hear a voice in your head arguing, two voices arguing, about paying a mule? <coughs> you can my, hear- name, my name's not Howard. It's Sphinx. Hello? Who are you? Who are you? Uh, I think he's Sphinx? Sphinx? Finks. 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 And Finks thinks someone's in his head. Uh, so tell me, who are you? Well, 
He's he's Howard. I'm Howard. And I'm I'm Remus. Remus. Um, you you are one of the other two in the card, I suppose, because I only bestowed this upon us four in here to figure out what's going on. So we got about an hour before it fades away. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, what? So you were in the cart first. What is this cart? I woke up here. I was in a nice, comfortable cell. But now I'm here. I do enjoy the fresh air, though. Yeah, well, you'll be enjoying it soon. We'll be a funny way to get out of here. Um, how, like, what, where are you from? Like, how did you even get in a cell to end up here? Well, I was looking for something that was rightfully stolen from my tribe. And I attempted to, well, maybe I should have waited till nighttime to try to steal it back, but I got caught by a miserable nobleman. And now I'm here in this cell with these miserable voices in my head. I very much would like to leave. Okay. We're in better spirits sometimes, but that's uh, that's, yeah. that's down the road, I suppose. What is this about a mule? We, uh, it, you ever rent a mule? No. You, you ever have to move and have a bunch of stuff and you need to get a cart and a mule and it's a whole process and then you have to pay for the miles? <laughs> that's what happened and we were trying to make money and then we got picked up by someone and Howard tried to fight them and it didn't work and I just pretended I was sleeping. Well, uh, I mean, let's be fair, I wasn't trying to fight. If I was trying to fight, they would be gone. I was just trying to intimidate them, but they stopped me. That is fair. And, uh, I I know you can hear us, sir. Over there. I, I don't know which one. It's dark, so I don't know who's who still. I know who Howard is. That's about it. Real, real quick, Anthony. I'm yes. sorry. Uh, I, I have dark vision. Um, can I take a quick survey of my cell and what's around? Oh, yeah. Um, so you're basically in like almost a... Uh, <clears throat> Oh, I can't see them. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a cart that is kind of almost like what they would pull, like, uh, like almost like think of Dumbo Carnival, like almost like a tr- circus type cart, like with bars on it, used transport. So I guess it would be like the medieval paddy wagon. And um, big, thick, heavy bars are in front of you. You can see lining it around with um, very, very little space in between the bars, like, you're not slipping out of this one. Um, uh, you see a darkened tree line off in front of you. You see these. You see the guards that you've seen walk by up and down your cell for the past was it twenty years? Um, <laughs> done up in the leather, plaited and the em- emblem, and oh, they're uh, one of them. You see, actually has a sword and a wand at his pouch. The one. Uh, be in front of you to your left. So if the cart is going forward, he would be passenger side in the front. So if you so you'd see him like in front of you to your left there. Um, uh, you're I don't know where we'd put you guys in the cart. Uh, so if you guys are going forward, if you guys are moving forward, we'll say uh, Finks, you're back. The driver's to your left. That's the direction that you're sitting in this cart. Remus and Howard, the driver is on your right. Okay. So if you're, do you understand what I'm saying? 
we were in this. Um, oh, hold on. Like hold on. Back sorry, sorry. Yeah. The driver is center. This is where I was confused for a second. That is my apologies. Yeah, so the driver <laughs> center and the forward, the driver would be to your right. Gotcha. Um, thinks I see uh, snuff being tossed into the corner to the left of you, and you're to the right, uh, closer to where the door is, but you're so small that the ha- like there's no way you could even, if you were probably to get up, you couldn't open the door, possibly. Okay. Uh, you do see in front of you, Howard and Remus, you guys were not taken uh your gear off you uh you were thrown in as is so if you want to kind of let it let uh finks know what you're what they're what he's looking at you want to describe yourselves okay so howard you see um a human about six foot tall kind of slender um can't really see his facial features because currently he's wearing a uh think like court of owls mask like a porcelain mask but with like little fangs and blood coming down it um, he's wearing a yellow coat, uh, think like uh, British, you know, colonial times type style um, with a mustard colored shirt underneath that, uh, long dark pants and a little knapsack on his back full with uh, some interesting goodies. Yep. Remus? Oh, God. <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel like I just look like a guy who's been through like two or three purges. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm a tiefling, and I've got like smallerish horns, shorter hair, um, but I'm wearing this like, is it this? It's like a snake mask, with like weird eye slits and one of my eyes is just this amber like gem um and then i just have like leather armor with like a black cloak over it and that's that's remus yeah purple tiefling too purple i don't know i think you could just turn uh slight color uh that all right so yeah that's what you're looking at hold on Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, to your right behind the trail in the cart is another guard on a horse. So, yep. Uh, so, do you guys, you guys, it's about a two and a half day that they're traveling straight forward to their journey. Do you have anything you wish to do along this? I'm going to start saying anything to discussions. Let me know what you guys want to do until we get there. Can I start singing during the day just to be annoying to the guards? Sure. You trying to be good? Or are you just being? I'm just trying to get a reaction. Okay. I haven't seen new people in a while. Make performance check. Sure. Straight. Let's just see. Straight performance roll. All right. Let me grab that. Let's see what kind of mood they're in. By the way. All right. I rolled an eight. You're lucky. It's not bad. It's not the not the best singing they've heard. They've heard worse, and uh, they start. You even get one of them kind of gets into it. It's like, Aah. but the other, but uh, the one that starts to sing, the other guard kind of walks him, like smacks him, like, "Come on, hold a little bit of respect. Don't, you know, the prisoners." Oh yeah, kind of shakes it off, and kind of as he walks behind, he's like, "Not that bad." I'll give him like the, the acknowledgement head nod. Yep. All right. 
any other major discussions while you're psychically linked at all or or during that night at all? Was there anything else that was going to be said or done? I I will just keep repeating and staring at the other gentleman asking, who are oh, you? Oh, that's who it is. Just, <laughs> it's, uh, you see um, this, and now you, you actually, I'm sorry, so you didn't know this. Uh, now that you're looking over, you can see this figure. He is a uh, drow, dark-skinned, uh, ashy-skinned elf, white hair. He goes, I said, shut up. Get out of my head. Name is Snuff, and I'll be out soon. He always says that. Basically. A little bit. Sometimes he won't respond. All right. Persistent. Um, it's still you see, um, as, he's, as he's put in, he's wearing this uh, black-looking robes now during the day with this red, uh, faded, tattered red uh, patchwork and like kind of like trim on it. It's like it's been tossed. It's been uh, locked up for years. Like he's he hasn't seen daylight in a in a minute. I can you is Mage Hand visible or invisible? There is Mage Hand is not invisible. I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, let me pull it up and let me see if it does say. If it gives the option to go invisible, I'll let it be invisible, but I can't be for sure on it. Okay. Floating spectral hand appears in front of you. Yes, you can see it. It is not invisible. Plus, you would have to do a uh, hand semantics or hand, like hand uh, semantics. Are our hands shackled at the moment? Your hands are currently shackled the behind the okay. bars. Just behind like the, the first, kind of like they're behind it, so you can't move in in front of you at all. Okay, you just kind of been uh, ch- chained to sit at this to the poles behind you. So guards, 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 where are we taking us? You'll see soon enough. And but the I one want goes, to do now. <laughs> the one comes walking and goes, "Hey, I mean." They're gonna die. It won't worry. It shouldn't matter if they if they know where they're going to die. <laughs> You're going to Brine Spell. We oh, sent oh. one of your friends off there earlier in the week. Oh, but, I know uh, Brine Spell, lovely place. Yeah. Well, it won't be so lovely when you're there. Is the weather going to be bad? Depends. We don't know. Oh, is it warm? Is it rainy? Is it cold? I bet you it's going to be cold. How temperate is the climate? Should I should I put on another coat? Can you undo my hand so I can fasten on another coat? Um. All right. Um. The the one the one uh, guard that kind of chuckled at uh, this smaller individual singing comes walking over. (laughs) Uh, Glad to finally see someone else other than me likes to crack some jokes out here. Um, But I I would stop it if I were you. Oh, no. Stick around. We'll be here all night. Um, (laughs) You you better stop it or... uh, 
or else over here, um, Len and Ben, they're not going to be too happy. Len and Ben. Len, Ooh, Len and Ben. Sounds, there are two, two different people. That, that sounds very scary. And he's pointing at the uh, two that are walking up in front that have kind of just been keeping a nice pace. Okay. Anthony, real quick. Um, so we're, we're shackled to the backs of these cells. Right. Are we like back to back? No. You would be sitting in front looking right at the two individuals in front of you to your left and right. Okay. Uh, shackled, kind of like sitting in front. So they're like mirroring you in snuff. Could I reach them with my feet? No. Okay. Not um, Howard may be able to reach mm. you with his foot. Mm. But you I haven't. have a question. Yeah. Can I reach my backpack or pocket with my tail? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say yes. I would like to acquire Kevin the key knife. All right. I'll let it, I'll allow it. Can go, go make a sleight of hand check with disadvantage. Because you are trying to be stealthy while in a cart that is being pulled by horses along a bumpy road. Like not like crazy it's bumpy, dark, but but it's nighttime. Oh, you're doing this at nighttime. This is yeah, all was, still the first night? Yeah. Alright. Um Sure. Still, disadvantage because then it is now dark. It's a nighttime and it is a bumpy road. Um and you're la- you're like shackled up like you know. How close is Remus to me? L- be four feet. Oh, okay, so then I'm going to try to just talk and distract the guards so that way they keep their attention on me and away from Remus. All right, make straight straight uh, sleight of hand check then. Okay. So you know, I mean, Len and Ben, I'm so scared of you guys. I they promise both just I turn around. I promise I won't be too. Twenty-three. Nice. All right. Cool. Sweet. Make a charisma check with disadvantage, Howard. Oh. I love this. oh okay. I thought charisma. it was me. It's not bad. Even better. Okay, so twenty total. Cool. Um, they come walking over to you. What did you roll initially? Uh, a sixteen plus four or a nineteen plus four? Okay, so twenty is lower. Um, it's a sixteen then. So yeah. So the two, uh, you see Ben come walking over to you. Puts his hand out in front, or before they halt, cart stops. Little startle. Puts his hand out and around by like next to your faces, pulls out a uh, rag with his other hand, puts it in front of you, puts it right over, gets it into your mouth, and just (laughs) basically uh, gags you where won't be hearing you anymore. Am I completely out or no? You're just no. Um, you're now non. You're gay. You're gag. You you are now not able to basically speak. (laughs) With that. With that, um, <laughs> he actually looks over to... Let me see. His perception. Yeah. What did you roll initially, Remus? Uh, for your, for your self... I rolled a 23, so it was 16 plus 7. 
Okay. Um, he comes walking over and he starts to see your tail loop around. He goes, hey, 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 mind that. Don't be doing anything funny. He walks away. Um, waiting for him to kind of sneak away, you, you finish sliding your tail around and into your pouch and pull out the key. Make it, up, make it its way up to your hand. You're holding, Kevin, the key knife in your hand. Behind uh, you. Yeah. Can I, I guess I'll wait for us to start moving again. Okay. Easy enough. You wait. Um, and then I'm like, I imagine that I have to use my tail to some degree to use Kevin to unlock my hands. Oh yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm going back for, I'm going back to Cali. I'm going, I'm taking the key. All right. Uh, go for the, the attempt to, uh, you gotta do it. Uh, let's do lock picking with disadvantage because you are not for, you are not proficient, proficient with your tail. What? Which, um, Oh, I, I am not giving you that. <laughs> it's uh-uh. my body. <laughs> uh, yeah. And what and what other what other times have we used your tail? Not yet. I, I'm it's, trying to be creative. Oh no, no it, is, it is very creative. <laughs> it is very creative. Which um you said which one was the one that gagged me, Ben or Len? I think it was Ben. Ben, the one that was to the right. All right, All right so, so go ahead. No, you, what what was your question? I still don't know what I'm doing. No, I was going to say, I'm going to do, uh, what was it? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, my awakened mind, and I'm telepathically going to talk to Ben and say, you know, you can gag me all you want, but I'm still going to be talking. <laughs> to oh, this is stressing me out now. Yep. He walks <laughs> over. How soon after do you do that? Uh, I'll wait until he gets back up to where he was just to make him walk. Okay. <laughs> so, um,. Ricky, you roll. Let's let's hear your sight of hand check real quick. Uh, did I, what? What Ricky, was your? It's, it's locking. It's lock picking. What with disadvantage? So what? What is lock picking then? It's uh, oh, Dex hand plus hand proficient. Hand. It's a sleight of hand plus proficiency. <laughs> okay. So. Or is it just straight sleight of hand? What was it? I think it's. I mean, it's your call. It could be just straight sleight of hand because usually with his tail, he just has, do straight sleight of hand. hand. All right, yeah, straight sleight of hand. I'm just waiting for you to call it. I got a seventeen. All right, cool. So as you're pulling this off, as uh, Len walks or Ben walks off, you you go to fix this handcuff uh, behind your back. He comes walking back over to uh, Howard, you see next to you, and he just straight punches Howard in the back of the head. I need you to make a, a 13 plus 2. That hits. Okay. One point of damage. Yeah, okay. And you're knocked out. He just cracked you. Oh, okay. Um, and with a thud... He looks over at your tail and whacks at it again, saying, I said, cut this. No funny business. Doesn't see the key in it. You're lucky. Uh, make a strength saving throw or... No, no, not strength. Um... Would it be dex? Dex with disadvantage or strength is a straight roll? 
because Dex is you're gonna try and catch a key as it's knocked out of your tail, or I'll let you roll a strength to kind of just hold on to this key while your tail gets swatted. Uh, you said Dex with disadvantage. Yeah, I'll give you a Dex at disadvantage or straight strength roll. I'll take the strength roll and hope for the best. Even though I'm scared, I'm going to use my side eye. Okay. Yeah. 18. Oh, you are lucky. You are going to lose having the key knife in the middle of the night there. He has a name. I can't lose him. Um, (laughs) You don't, you don't lose balance with it. Uh, You hold perched onto it and Ben has gone back up. And the cart has continued our longest journey now. If you want, I'll let you go make your uh, lock picking check now f- officially with it. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we're going to pick up to where we need to go from this. Twenty five. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. You maneuver your tail up into this little, little, little tiny. Um, latching this little mechanical or a little um, uh, shackles on your hand, and you're 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 trying to feel for a key, and you're just kind of you're you're you're, you're prodding your tail here, and you're prodding your tail there, and you're 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 using your psychic intuition to try and feel and sense for a hole, and there's no latch, there's or there's no other mechanic or hole or anywhere to put a key at all. They are smooth you're realizing to find that there's no place to unlock this from sort of like a chinese uh what is it the chinese finger traps right that's what they're called mm-hmm. there's no there's a trick to get them out it's not a simple key i put kevin away mm-hmm. and i Sorry. Uh, no it's okay I, I thank him to myself in my head because i don't want to talk out loud about kevin uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna try and put my wrists together. <laughs> All right, put Let's your wrists together, and nope, there's, nothing happens. They're locked. <laughs> and uh, anything else you guys want to try in here before I speed it up? No, no. Anything, thanks? Uh, nothing from me. I'm just kind of again. Enjoying the time. It's nice to have a change of scenery. And, All right. Uh, figure it out when we get there. All right, cool. All right, so for the next uh, two and a half days, you all – do you all talk Do you all talk out loud and kind of converse, or are you trying to just – I thought we can't. You're I gagged. thought they, like, hit the cage every time we try and talk. Yeah. So you guys try oh. to talk psychically at all, or is, it, is that it? It was – it's only for an hour, so. Oh. All right. Howard's back, but he will be like in the guards' heads, like each different guard's heads, just to kind of like annoy them and be on there. Okay. Get them going. All right, cool. So then for the next two and a half days, you guys sit in silence, take in maybe slight psychic conversations, get to know each other a little bit more. Um, Every time you prod into Snuff's head, same. Get out of my head. Get out. I'll. Be free soon enough. And uh, you start to see him just kind of have this small smile. Um, every, every day, he's starting to have more of a grin expectantly. 
on the third day of travel, uh, four or five hours go by as you guys arrive to a walled city. As you come up to it, walls are high, about 100 feet tall, with guard posts around this giant, massive, massive city. Huge. Uh, as you walk up, you can hear people already, as you, are, as you guys are in the cart or pulled up to the main gates, you start to hear, raise the gates! As you all, if, if you weren't sleeping, you are now woken up by the startle and change of pace and, and energy and mood, and you could hear the guards are all, today they die. Today we break them. They're all kind of like psyching themselves up and kind of pumping themselves up, almost like a rally. They're kind of get, uh, they're getting excited. And you start being carted into a town, into a city that is lined with, let me get a city pulled up. My map. Pigeons. This is the map that I'm looking at. Now I sent you guys all um, pulling it up. Um, so as you enter the, the, uh, the city now, you start hearing voices coming from the far off to the right, to the left, in front of you. You start smelling the smells now, too. Your time in Burkhold wasn't bad. It wasn't as bustfully and busy as this. And Finks, what you had experienced within, within the, uh, the town you were captured in, it was more quieter, smaller, um, not on such a large grand scheme, but now you're looking around, you're seeing tall, high buildings. Some are, uh, you can see them just go deep farther beyond. This isn't no small, uh, small, uh, establishment. This is, this is a city. And the guard goes, welcome to Brine Spell, mage capital of the empire. This is where the ciphers die. And um, oh, I'm sorry, you have the wrong people. We're not ciphers. Yeah. Well, then what happened to John Hammond the fifth? You had an altercation with him the night before, and then he ends up dead. Who's that won't John happen Hammond again. the fifth? Yeah, we don't know no John Hammond the fifth. Liars! We saw you there. Why do you humans put numbers after your names? Who the hell is John Hammond the fifth? Um, oh, wait a minute. Wasn't he the old guy that ran that weird, like, monster park? He was trying to bring back, like, what? the monsters that were dead, right? Like, the dinosaurs, I think they were. What? As they, they just start to ignore you, and they're, they're, the guards now are excitedly anticipate, are, are walking now with a gusto, with an anticipa- anticipation, and they start leading you down a series of streets with, uh, you can start seeing markets and almost little market pop-ups and you see giant towers with crystals growing up the sides of them. And you start seeing trees of uh, green and trees and trees with, uh, <laughs> 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 with pink, with pink uh, petals and kind of like uh, lily blossom flowers everywhere. And you start seeing streamers and lights sparkling around and looking up the sky over this city this vicinity, you can see this light bubble kind of encompassing it, almost a dome. And you can even see, it looks like there's stars throughout the sky, visible in daylight, but they're almost like this blue light. And it's, they look, but they look like stars, kind of like they're too far out for reach, but they're too close. Like 
if they're stars, they wouldn't look as if they're within the sky. But if you try to go to reach from it, they're they're beyond grab grasp. Um, you see banners and you see kids running around with those with little toys and everything, and like a, it's 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 a festival atmosphere going on here. And as you're proceeded, you start to turn down a street and walk up and uh, brought to an empty, not empty, a full town square with a big wooden podium off to the side where they have um, two men in shackles in these black red trimmed robes uh, on their knees bound and shackled as there's a high, as there's an elf talking in front of it. Um, This is a kind of like almost a town commerce square and you see a crowd of, of town folk or not town folk civilians. There's the city civilians all around that range from, Elves and humans and halflings. Uh, you even see a few elves that look as if their skins change with their emotions. Where you see them kind of shouting and cheering, and their their faces are going full flusterfuls of orange. And you see kind of like uh, these flowers in their ha- in their hair kind of start popping and exploding and blooming. And people are cheering and shouting, "Down with the scythes! Down!" And. Uh, I'm going to start shouting out, yes, down with the scythes. But we're not scythes, so... Are they, are they just more... the same as uh, our draw friend? I think you the mentioned... Two that, the two that are up on this uh, wooden... Uh, not podium, but like a wooden like base. Yes, they are. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of talk to them out loud and just be like, I think they found your friends. <laughs> oh, oh, they found them all right. Just you wait. Just if there were wait. five John Hammonds, shouldn't I at least know one of them? This be- we're not from here. I was part of a. I wasn't even part of the Garden Wild Mount, but I helped them do stuff. Yeah, and uh, and, and with the more John Hammond talk, the one walked to us. Then why were you found entering the city wearing the emblem of the cult themselves? He's got well, a good point. I, 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 I was I, I wasn't guy. doing that though. I did not do that. I don't know why I'm here. Because you're with him, and he was the one wearing it. And then you gave it. You said, what what are you trying to get rid of it? Please, we don't fall for your games. Jarrell told us everything. Who? I haven't heard that name in a while. I look over real quick at Finks. Which, by the way, when you look over at Finks, you now see a goblin. A small... I don't know, green skinned? Uh, more gray. He's kind of old. Kind of old for a goblin. Um, I guess his most defining feature is he's got a. Uh, he calls it the mushroom crown. It's just mm. kind of like a big mushroom hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 uh, kind of his like religious uh, garb. Um, he's got kind of a long scraggly beard, long silver hair. Um, he's got tattoos all over his body. Um, he's got his holy symbols tattooed kind of on his palms and in a couple other places around his ankles, around his wrists, around his collarbone. Um, and uh, another defining characteristic is his eyes tend to change with the shape of the moon, depending on what phase it's in. So he looks a little weird, a little crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll go on to explain. Drell's the one who stole my holy symbol, or at least he's the one that has it now. He put me away. Sure, I went to his home. But he had it out on display. That's mine. He stole from me. 
Why is it he here? I'm getting why the, so why am I here still? I'm I, I literally am in to... trouble for walking next to someone. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Patrick when you talk to Remus, though, like, I knew we couldn't trust Terrell. He was behind something on this. And with that, when you say it's this bullshit, guard then comes walking over, and right in between where you and Howard are sitting, he throws a brown stick-looking-like thing that you recognize Howard's been handing out to people, to kids. <laughs> and what's the matter of this? I have never seen those in my life, sir. I don't know what that is. Oh, sure. I could not oh, honestly sure. tell you what that does to anyone, sir. What is that, actually? Is that cinnamon? What is that? And he walks away. Can I try to pick it up? He walks with my feet? Yes. I don't know what it is. I'm curious. Sure. It's um it looks like age. It's about this long, about a foot and a half. Yeah, no, not foot and a half. About a foot long, and it looks like a big thick cinnamon stick coated with like this little fuzzy like It was that big? Yeah, it's like a I cinnamon like, stick. I was thinking like little things like this. Oh no, you were like they were like these giant stickers oh, like <laughs> this is why the kids are getting fed up. Yeah, so they're, they're sitting there going, Oh man, it's like a giant giant sucker type of thing. And then yeah, the guards saw you handing them. Okay. Again, not my um, fault. <laughs> yeah, make, make a dexterity check with your feet. All right. I rolled a 14 plus 3, 17. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you, you grab it, you kind of pull it over, and with your feet, you kind of can grab it, and you're holding it with your foot. All right, what does this do? I'm trying to break it. Snap in half. <laughs> Snap in half. There's what is this? Um, yeah, so you, it's, it's um, candy of sorts. <laughs> All right, I'm going to attempt to eat it. Guards, if this is bad, why are you giving it to them? Right. Uh, because those little bastards were annoying me, and I wanted to get rid of them. That's why. Yep. So, Can I try to eat this? Sure, go for it. With my feet, I guess? Sure, go for it. I'm going to say you go, for, you, you do it easily. Good. Okay. Start sucking on it. All right, cool. It tastes good. It has almost like a cinnamony taste to it, like hmm, earthy. Huh. This be good. You're good. Thanks, we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, uh, for the other half, I broke off to kind of share. It's kind of off it around the room. Yes, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. But please do share with everybody. The snuff kind of is in the corner; won't even move. He's he's looking at the uh, two that are on uh, display here, and as uh, as this is happening, the guards get up. And you feel a lurch as the car goes, and they pull you all out one by one. Uh, Finks, they yank you out. Still have the stick in your cajon. <laughs> and they don't. They're, they're not trying to pull it out of your face. They're just like. So be it. And they uh, start dragging you, start walking you each up, fi- uh, single file up to be on this platform as well, as to be set as an example of. And you hear this uh, this elf in nice robes and adorned with this uh, circlet with these little stars on it. He goes, "People, citizens of Rhinespell, 
Too long have we been wondering what has happened with our magic. Who is taking it? Who is trying to disrupt this pure magocracy that we have collectively and meticulously built to be still peaceful and encouraging? I'm going to like interrupt him. Like, still not Boo! us. Boo! He's I not even phased. I'm not supposed to be. What is this? <laughs> Give me a zone of truth. Far too long. The cyphers leave. <laughs> they will not go unpunished. We have found some of their newer recruits. I look around I, too, like I can't even where? do magic. Investigating and attempting to conspire against the Empire in the minds of Mount Lakos themselves, trying to take away and break down Berghold from within. And what steal is that about? holy relics from the lords that they belong to, pointing at you, Finks. What is going on? Is there, is there a guard you said right next to him or no? Um, up to next to the guy speaking? Yeah. Uh, no, it's just him. Just him. Okay. And you guys are being fo- uh, let up with now being followed by one guard pulling um, you, Finks. And there's f- four of them. Uh, two of them on uh, the sides of you guys in a uh, line with the, with the fourth one following behind Snuff, dragging them up. As you guys walk up and are led up and kind of lined up next to the other two cult members in these robes, you're all put on display. He goes, today we will publicly show the Scythes what happens when they attempt to take from us. They will do no more harm. You still got the wrong people. Make perception checks. Who is everyone. this guy? Mark, you included. Thank I you. want perception checks from everyone. 14? D20? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, what do you add to perception? It's, um... Acid wisdom? No, it's, uh... It per- perception is... Your wisdom. Wisdom modifier. Wisdom modifier. Okay. Yeah. I've got 11 total then. I'm good at that. Okay. 21. You being in the crowd, you start hearing this cheering, and, ah, No more! You don't really hear anything else other than that as you see this display in front of you. And think Gallows style. There's no Gallows where, like, anyone's being hung or anything, but, like, kind of like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on this, like, wooden plank in front. Kind of whatever they're going to do to eliminate you. Um, go down the line real quick. He didn't hear it. Uh, Finks, what'd you get? Uh, 19, actually. Okay. Remus? I got a 14. Howard? 19. All right. Um, you guys see this? See what? Two things. Oh, yeah. First one, she started to hear a... <laughs> these explosions going off. You start to see this smoke. One off to the far right and one off to your left. And you hear a third one. <laughs> closer directly behind you you now hear people screaming and amongst the crowd you see few individuals start ripping off their cloaks as they're wearing this red and black leather studded armor and they and 
you, you begin to see guards everywhere amongst the crowds. They're pulling out swords, and as people go running, scattering, there's explosions. People are running off to homes and towns, scattering, as there is now erupting into mid-chaos. You guys are up on the this deck with this elf in front of you going, Guards! Lords! Recruit the High Council! Go! They're attacking! They're here! As you now see uh, people mass panic rush away. You now feel a click, click, click as all of your hands are loosened. Free. What do you guys want to do in this moment? I'm going to Eldritch Blast the guard right next to us. (laughs) This is great. Um, All right. Amongst... uh, (laughs) Okay, we'll get get in a second. Then, uh, so you see... um, the elf starts shouting out. You see him point down at one of the one of the uh, cloaked figures in the black and red, and he shoots down. Uh, he he puts his hand out, and as he goes, "See how you like it!" and throws a uh, fireball. And the minute he goes to throw, familiar with this incantation, Howard, you see this ball of flame come from his hands and fizzle out. It appears something here has cut off some of the inv- individual's magic powers. As you now begin to see guards jump into combat with these, with these, like schemed cultist warriors, um, Azroth, you're in the midst of this combat. You've been in this in this city for a while, and you've kind of understood these are guards. These are the good guys, for what you think. I don't know, and they're being attacked by these newcomers, as the ones on the podium kind of stand up kind of do this uh, motion with their hands where the chains and their guards and their shackles fall off. They step up and the one goes, well, thank you for bringing him back here. We knew we'd have to do something serious for you to pull him out. Um, Enjoy this. And he puts a hand out at the elf that was talking as he turns around and one of the shackled figures launches a fireball at him. You see this body, the elf's body kind of burst up in flames and go flying off the podium. As he looks over at you and goes, well, as I said, um, I knew I would be free. And uh, the other, <clears throat> so the other one gets up and says, as I, as I said, I would be free. Uh, have fun with this. As he kind of just leans back and falls through a dimension door, gone. You see the two other that were shackled, the one that shot the fireball, the other one begins casting an incantation, and you see him summon a creature in a flash of light. Howard, you wanted to Eldritch Blast someone real quick? Yeah, the guard that was, like, right there, I guess. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Blasted him off. Not even to make you roll damage. Force damage, you smacked him off, and he fell into the off hurt cool and i'm immediately gonna try to like run and escape off the stage wherever our closest exit point is can i uh before he starts running Mm -hmm. i want to kind of tap howard on the back and use my blessing of the trickster on him which gives you advantage for the next hour on all stealth rolls sweet but i also want to whisper thanks for the candy and then i also want to take an action to hide so Speaking of the candy, your mouth is now <clears throat> beginning to feel numb. Yes. 
Uh, with the effect of the candy, you have advantage uh, with divination magic. However, your oh. strength is cut in half. I don't need that. Okay. Good. <laughs> right, good. Uh, it, it's basically it's like a cinnamon stick drug. Okay. Um, there's chaos now breaking out, and you're seeing some of these other cloaked figures now uh, look around, engaging in with guards. Guards, you see them frantically trying to grab and cast spells and weave magic and. Nothing is happening, and the tide is slowly now turning. These co- these cloaked figures that uh, or these these le- these armored figures are now casting spells and magic, and they start to all begin to incant- uh, recite incantations, summoning beasts. You begin to see these panther-like creatures appearing and popping up in the crowds. Two of them distinctly start to look over at you three up on this podium. Uh, you, Howard, shooting a blast, looking at you, and they're kind of. Uh, shifting and kind of running amongst the crowd, kind of like stalking prey and attacking, lashing out uh, at at just civilians, uh, regardless of who they are. Just I'd like you guys all to roll for initiative for this show. Okay. So just to set the scene, what we got here is basically a marketplace open. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, do this. So what we got here, just so y'all can see. And you five, four, five. Where are we on, like that little map that you sent us? Um, if you guys are looking at the map, is it um, where the wishing well is? What is it? Where the wishing well is? Yes, the wishing well. What there's like this little like uh little market and that square. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You guys are up on that that podium thing off like the top left. It looks like a little market, but that's what it's supposed to be. Okay. And then uh, you guys are within this center just marketplace with a well in the middle, some shops around here. And you see guards and pe- chaos basically breaking out amongst this whole pile up. What do you guys uh, want to do? And I'm going to roll through order of initiative, guys. So, Howard, what's your run? Uh, 21. Okay. Remus. Four? Five. Azroth. Yeah. Uh, is it just a straight die, or...? So, um, are you on the D&D Beyond? Uh, yeah. So, it's uh, D20 plus uh, your initiative, or if you want to roll with... Oh, yeah, you are rolling actual dice, so... Yeah. Uh, 21. Sweet. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Sixteen and then five. I'm also five. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me do an auto um, auto roll. All right. All right. First up, you see the one uh, snuff. Or no, he bamfed snuff bamfed out. You see two other cult leaders or cult members uh, in these robes that stood up. The one that shot the blast. Looks over at a uh, guard off to the right that you had first shot at Howard. <laughs> grabs a dagger from his pocket and launches it as you see him kind of just materialize it. And it hits the, the, the guard and ah, you see him just kind of like twitch a little bit and die out. The second one completes his incantations and summons a creature right up on the center of this stage where you guys are. It is a big fat yellow eye with a tongue coming out of a curving smile with 
four other stalks around this body floating. As he looks, he goes, uh, speaks to it in a, what languages do you three know that are up on the stage? Uh, Common and Goblin. Common and Goblin, no. Deep Speech, and Infernal. Infernal and Common, yeah. All right, how are you here this? Um, Azroth, where are you in this crowd? Uh, I think I'm just in the middle of the well right now. By the well? Got it. Just, like, seeing what's going on. Okay. You're over there. These three up here. Um, All right, then you don't hear it. You do hear this, uh, Danny, or uh, Howard, as this guy looks over and goes, don't let them, don't let them kill us. Attack anyone who attacks you. Now, as this eye uh, starts to look around at other guards that are attacking cult members and starts shooting uh, beams at them. Um, next up is Athroth, Azroth, or Azoth. Um, what do you want to do? There so, are uh, cult, as far as cult members around here, there are let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, one Two, three. There are five cultists engaged, each with a guard. Two to your front, to your left. One directly to the right of you. One behind you, about twenty feet, and then one off to your behind, to your left. And they're pretty much leaving, feet. And they're pretty much leaving me alone because I'm neither a guard nor a cult member. I was just yeah. kind of. Um, and you said there's uh, like panther-like creatures around too, right? Yep, like the, they're kind of a, just attacking anything and anyone. And that was summoned by the uh, cult members? Yes. Alright, can I um, I want to try casting Speaking with Animals to uh, one of the beasts and find out uh, what's going on. I, I've got it for uh, 10 minutes. Okay. So uh, you, you take and cast Speak with Animals and uh, the one nearest off to you starts prowling as it jumps after uh, a civilian starts just starts clawing and just which is munching into it. Uh, you, you look over and ask it it's with you. Uh, what does speak with animals do? Is it just speaks with any animals? And yeah, uh, their knowledge is limited by their intelligence, but they can pretty much tell me about what's been going on within the past day. Uh, and if I. Uh, I'm able to persuade them they can do a, a small favor for me if you so desire. Um, it's not a high intelligence on these animals as it looks over at you, a little confused now hearing you. And it does convey with you uh, through a rudimentary language. It's <sighs> in a cage, in cells, told what to do. Kill! I will kill him. Eat hungry. It's not a smart animal doesn't really know how to fully on talk okay you get that gist okay um i i still continue to observe okay all right it goes back to kind of eating the person it's kind of biting and lashing at. it's now trying to like take bites out of them all right up next is howard all right, all right. i am going to you have cast... two cult two cult members up to your left on the stage, and then you see the five within the crowd. Uh, I'm going to yell to Remus and Finks. Um, this is our way out. 
gonna jump off the stage, uh, cast Armor of Agathis on myself, and see if I can run to like the nearest building. I don't know how far away they are, um, but I'm attempts to hide within a building or behind a building or somewhere out of sight. You see buildings all over and all around you. Which direction do you want to run to? Um, I would run. Let me see where it's at. That L-shaped looking one, I guess. It's like the one, I guess, right to the left. So, straight to left you? Okay. Yeah. So you cut over. um, Jump off and you begin to run away. And uh, as you jump off, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, Not bad, not bad. That is 14. Okay. Hold on. All right. As you jump down and run, uh, start to book it off to the left. One of these prowling creatures sees you. Sees you uh, run, and it um, it you see it do this kind of like like prince, like kind of like boosted attack at you and lunge as it comes down with these two tentacles uh, smashes. I need you to make a deck save. Okay. Oh, did you already? I'm sorry. I didn't. Did you already roll the decks? Yeah, roll it was fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, yeah. fourteen is. Let's see, you save. You go. You kind of tumble and you 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 fall and run, fall forward and you get up and you keep running as this creature just misses you as it's now uh, chasing behind you. Um, say you're not to the building yet. Probably get there within another round or two. Okay. I got armor of Agathis up as well, too, now. Okay. Up next is... uh, All right. The creature that you had spoken to, um, uh, Azoth, you see it uh, go down and take a final bite of the person it was attacking, uh, and it is going to... Its intelligence is low, so who is he going to attack? Um, He sees the the guard in front of it, off to the left and is going to go and pounce at it. It's going to make a multi-attack. 17 hits. 7 does not hit. 13. So it's going to do 1d6. 4. Plus 1d6 of piercing. 12. You see the guard um, in front of the podium go down and kind of get hit with uh get hit from behind as it was currently engaged in combat and uh this like panther like beast has these like two like clawed tentacles almost like a squid tentacle like like squid tentacles but like the but like them they have like instead of like suckers they have like these like sharp teeth that kind of just just grab in the back of the guards um back and just yank and pull him down to the ground as one of the mages or one of the cult leaders or cult members in front of it uh, takes a dagger out and just swings it right into the guard's chest and twists it. Um, it is the other uh, panther-like creatures uh, turn out. It is going to come up behind you, Howard, and it is going to do another leap and try to make and try to hit you the same way with its two tentacles. That's a 15 plus 6 to hit. It hits? Just, yeah, no, it hits. 15 again, so two hits. It hits. Yep. It's going to do uh, 1d6. So you take 10 bludgeoning damage and 4 piercing damage okay. from the first whack. 
The second whack is going to do three bludgeoning damage with one piercing damage as the second one catches you off to the other side as it, it runs right up into you and kind of like it, as it runs up and whips and gets you with its tentacles, it pulls you and it does this like shimmer mm-hmm. where it looks like as if it's behind you, but now you see this creature completely in front of you uh, snarling. Cool. It, um, it also takes 10 points of cold damage from my armor. Ooh. Okay. Because it is within melee range. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It is now um, the uh, is now uh, the guards. You all see them start to attack uh, their other respective guards. Twelve that hits. One that fails. One that hits. That fails. Three that hit. Um, so the one that's on the ground, the one that you see him start to skewer. You see him uh, start to cast a spell, and you, for those of you, um, Azoth, you would see this one in front of you, pretty much. Uh, as he da- hits him and twists the dagger into his body, you see him start to chant some uh, incantation. And as he pulls the dagger out, you see uh, Mortal Kombat style. This It looks like this life essence that is sucked into this dagger that he, da- that, like, he jabbed into him. But it's not his life essence, but that's kind of how it looks. Like, Shang Tsung, your soul is mine. It's essentially what you saw done with this dagger to this person. Um, and any of you guys looking down are going to see three more of the guards get attacked at by the cultist. Um, the wizard, or not the wizard, the cultist up on the stage next to you guys looks around at uh, Fink's you clearly seem to be a blessing or a healer of sorts, and it's not going to play any games or take any chances with you. He's pretty smart. Is going to cast a magic missile right at you at second level. And let's see, is it one dart? So you get hit with. Um, is it simultaneously direct them? Is it just instantaneous? So yeah, you're instantaneously hit. He's casting at second level, so you're going to get hit with let's see four darts of energy that comes flying at you. That does a total of six damage as you get pop 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 needler style from like Halo. As these little bolts of energy come out of his hands as he's getting re- as he's uh, getting ready. Um. With that, he then kind of ch- touches his chest, and you can see him cast Mage Armor on himself. After him, the one that had thrown the dagger uh, had uh, is going to then turn over to you and is going to cast Missy Step and Banff right next to you. And uh, he is going to cast... Witch bolt from behind you at one of the guards. That is, let's see, is an attack roll. An eight, and he is going to miss it. But you have a uh, cultist behind you, Finks. Okay. Okay. Up next is the, this eyed creature is looking around, and it looks at the guard members that are there. It is going to start shooting paralyzing rays. And it's got four guard members to make it attack on. You see one of the guard members, the one actually in the in the back of the crowd, book it scared.
just runs away, throwing down his sword, uh, trying to chant. You can even, uh, Azoth, you see him trying to shout and trying to chant incantations as he is scared and he is running as no magic's happening. Thanks, you're up. Okay, um, so I got a guy behind me, a guy in front of me casting spells. Is the mm-hmm. cultist who's behind me, since he's shooting at a guard, is he kind of not paying attention to me? He's more or less, yeah, he's, he's kind of like, he knows you're there, um, but he's trying to kind of use you, use you as like a, like, look at the bolt came from him. Okay. Um, the shackles that were on the ground, yep. are those still usable? Maybe. All right, I want to attempt to grab the pair, maybe not my pair, but, you know, a pair of uh, shackles, mm-hmm. try and kind of, like, swing around and try to hook his arms and uh, basically just, just shackle this guy while he's not paying attention to what I'm doing. I like that. Um, make a sight of hand check. Um, also, is there any, like, objects around? I mean, maybe, like, shackle something to like a pole or something that might be there rather than go for two hands, just go for one and something stationary. Uh, nothing right next to him. You probably there's behind where you guys were. There is like, uh, almost like a fencing. Okay. Nothing close enough though. No, nothing close up. All right. Mm-mm. All right. Let's go for it. So he said, uh, I'm sorry. What kind of check? Dex, uh, sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Or, or I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah. Cause you're trying to be, st- you're trying to like your hand maneuver. Actually, no, correction. It wouldn't be slight hand. Be straight dex, because you're not trying to be stealthy while doing You're just trying to make a quick just scoop okay. and clink and lock him. All right. Oh, natural 20. Yeah! Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, what's this B? <laughs> <laughs> yep, the best um, one. Yeah, that's what it stands uh, for. All right, so 23. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you, uh, you see this bolt of this, like, greenish cackling energy shoot off over your shoulder. Looking up, you duck down, grab a pair of the shackles on, uh, on the ground. Do you know what's your passive wisdom, by the way? Or your passive perception, by the way? Passive perception is 13. All right. You see this blue energy around them, almost like a magic, kind of like, almost like crackling. Almost like this, like, it's a magical shackle, and it's very clear that it's vibrating with magic energy. And as you grab down and scoop it, you sling it over the one, over the other, and you uh, begin to kind of lock them in place. As this, okay. as this uh, cultist looks right down at you now. All right, and then my bonus action as a goblin, mm-hmm. I can use the disengage. Yeah. Can I try to, like, I don't know, like, roll under his legs and get behind him? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh I'll, I'll uh, make an acrobatics check. See the tumbling yeah. and rolling out of his way. Another natural 20. Wow. Easily. Nice. You, you are you disengaged, popped up, and you are uh, out of his sight. You're behind right, cool. him. All right. Uh, Remus, you're up next. There's a show going on in front of here. Yeah. Um... Are there stairs to this platform? There are stairs off to the right. I'm going to bonus action disengage. Okay. And just try and walk as nonchalantly as like <laughs> possible down the stairs and just avoiding everyone. Like I'm tiptoeing or like weaving around people like fighting and stabbing each other. And I'm just like, I'm not here right now. 
Make a deception check. Just for the general crowd to be like, wait, what's going on? For, everyone's running in a panic. You're not panicking, so... something. They're not concerned by you right now. Um, you got what? about 15 how, more feet of movement if you want. How... Would I... Re- sorry. Would I remember how we were brought into town? Yeah, I mean, you would be, you could see a, uh, you, you know the pathway. it take a little bit of time to try and book it and run. It's about probably like a 15-minute j- jog, sprint. Okay. Be, it takes um, some time to probably get around and weave around people running and screaming a commotion. commotion. Yeah. And that is, correct me if I'm wrong, that's like north? It'd be... In, in a general direction sense? It'd be uh, in a southern direction you'd be wanting to run. Howard ran in the northern direction. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I yell Howard wrong way. I see him running the wrong way. (laughs) And I'm just going to use my action to dash the opposite direction and say, follow me if you want to not be here because I really don't know where we're going either or what we're doing, but that's, that's uh, we probably shouldn't be here. All right. Um, you, you start to run off in, in one direction, uh, screaming off for Howard to follow you. Um, making a li- bringing a little notice to yourself by shouting out, making yourself known. Howard, make a perception check. Probably just make it roll now. So I don't forget it. Oh, nice. 13. 13? You didn't hear him scream for you. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to, you know, scream at a giant crowd. It's like screaming at a concert. No. Uh, Excellent. You know, people are now starting, and it's now starting to that, you hear another, now smoke is kind of sizzling up and coming from other buildings. Uh, Remus, as you are running away, you can see now, kind of glancing around, there are these giant spots, Three towers throughout the city you see that have now smoke coming from them. Uh, one of them has a fire blazing from it. Um, I would like to avoid the fire at all costs. Yeah, you know, you know within the mass crowd. <laughs> um, let's see, he is out. Az- Azoth, your turn. Um, I... I- seen enough and I want to head towards the uh, the goblin uh, and I'm, it's piqued my interest as to what's going on with the uh, the captured uh, mage so I want to head over towards make my way towards what's going on casually um, and see what's going on that way all right so uh, you start making your way weaving yourself in and out bobbing through this crowd of just people running back and forth and it's slowly clearing out within this uh within this market little square, but there's clearly guards still battling uh, some of these cultists, and you make your way up to the to the stand, and you got like 15 more feet of movement and an action. I don't know what you want to do up here. Um, um, as you come up here, just so you know, there are two other cult members in robes. The one of them is in, sh- the one of them is in the shackles, as well as this, uh, here, if you haven't, you can see what it is. This is what you're looking at up on the, uh, podium as well that is shooting 
rays from its eyes at people. Nice. Um, how close am I to, uh, how close am I to Finks? When you go up to the, po- or when you get up onto like the stage area where they are, are you trying to jump up, just kind of like walk up to the front and kind of push yourself up? Or are you going around? Um, I'm going to go around. I want to make it as like nonchalant right. as possible. Yeah. Walking up around it, uh, about five feet or no, about 10, 10 feet to your, uh, left, kind of forward to the left of you. So, so things about 10 feet away. Um, I try to get his attention to get him to come towards the way in which, um, Howard was going to go north, to get him off the stage and head away from the gate. So okay. like, just, just kind of like motion in his general direction to come this way. Right, thinks you see it happen. Okay. All right. Howard, uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Yeah, is there anything else you want to do or just the motion and that's it? Just, I just want to get okay. his attention to come in if he's uh, going along with it to head to, to also go in the direction that... Uh, um, you see the guy in the yellow? Yeah. Okay. All right. Easy enough. The message is, message is conveyed. Um, Howard, your turn up. You have uh, this panther-like creature behind you kind of clawing at you and... Uh, I'm going to continue running if I can, but like do a quick little spin, turn around, and cast Flare right in front of his face. Okay. What does he have to Uh, do? It's a con save of 14. Ooh. This uh, constitution save is not brought to you by Chessex Dice, but we would like it (laughs) to be. And that is a 13. Nice. Uh, So what happens? He fails, he becomes dazzled for one minute, gives him disadvantage on all attack rolls. And I will continue running towards the building in front of me as quickly right. as I can. Alright, so just so you know, you uh, are, are running out of its area right now, so it's going to make a reaction attack at you? That's okay, disadvantage. Yep. Ooh, 7 plus 6 is a t- 13. That just hits. <laughs> That's why AC is 13. Oh, sorry, man. All right, you get hit with just one of the, just a quick, just whack (laughs) of uh, five plus, so nine damage and three piercing damage. Okay. All right. Is that it? Yeah, you said nine and three? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, all right. Next up is uh, the first, the first, the beast that was in the crowd eating that uh, you had spoken to uh, Azoth. You see it look around at another guard and leaps after it, whacking with his tentacles. Let's see, make it take, make an attack. That hits. That hits. You see. The guard in, uh, see, there's one right there, there. The other guard up uh, to your, up that was off to the left of the stage area in front of it is uh, killed as well, but this time being mauled by this creature. Howard, as you're running, 
you are soon realizing that this creature is too fast for you. You are not able to get away as it has a speed of 40 feet. As it runs up to beat, kind of same thing, uh, spins around in front of you, shimmering around and uh, around and kind of a uh, little off uh, out of your, uh, kind of like out of your focus. As it's going to make another two lashing attacks at you. First one's a natural one. Oh, wait. With this event, yeah, first attack was a natural one. The next two, three. So three plus seven. Yeah, both of them don't hit. Sweet. Yep. Um, next turn goes to the the wizard that had uh, shot the fireball. It's going to look... Oh, no, this is a wizard in chains. This one is in chains. It is going to look over at... Turn around at you, Finks. And it's now going to look at this uh, floating-eyed creature. Then it's going to uh, shout in some language that you don't understand. And you see this eye just... Just kind of look over in your direction. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, hmm. is, is he in between me and the eyeball? Is no, he is not. The eyeball was off to his left. No, off to his right. Okay. So the this thing is in front to the right of you. Um, let's see who is next after him. Let's see this one. Uh, let's see the guards make their attacks. Three of them. Oh, great! You see, uh, two of the uh, cult members get slashed down with uh, by these. Uh, by the guards as they are still trying. They've given up. They're attempting to like, cast magic and they're giving up on it. And they're just, with, with fury for their city, they're swinging over. Uh, you, you hear again, as they're going, call for reinforcements. Guard the high citadel. Get the high council to safety. They're shouting out orders and people are running around still just screaming. And it's, this area is now kind of cleared out with these uh, panther creatures now being summoned again, you see one or two more of them off in the distance, kind of starting to make their way, lurking out amongst the crowds. Um, you see the other... So there's two cult members up on the stage, the one that you got locked up. The other one uh, takes out a dagger and looks around and throws it into the sky. And you hear a... Um... At uh, that one, he is going to see his intelligence. That's his attack. What, you, what can he do as a bonus action? He's going to come to come over to the one that is locked up, and he's going to start uh, attempt. He's going to start trying to pull off and undo the shackles on it and cast something. He's going to begin casting a spell. That's what he'll do. And then you see this eye turn around at you, Finks. It is. I rays. It is going to um, shoot two rays of light at you. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, eight plus five is thirteen. Ooh, you just save as you as you start to be a little start to try and make thought processes and patterns as you feel. I what? I, what should I do? Ah, never mind. You f- and you when you faded away. 
Um, the uh, next ray is going to hit you, and I need you to make a second constitution save, please. That one is a six plus nine, uh, three is nine. All right. So as you're thinking about what to do, you go, I'm going to run. And you feel your body go, tighten up. And you don't want to move because you were scared. You're paralyzed for one minute. Okay. So paralyzed is uh, um, basically you are incapacitated as you are whole, as you are uh, like frozen solid standing up. You cannot move or speak. You automatically fail any sa- uh, strength or deck saves. Attack rolls against you have advantage, and any creature that hits uh, you with a critical attack, uh, or any creature or any attack that hits you is oh, a critical gotcha. attack within five feet of you. So okay. that's what it is. Um, let's see who's next. Thinks it is your turn. Um, you you can't do nothing for your turn, but you can repeat the saving throw at the end of it. So make a saving throw for Constitution. All right, rolling. Oh, that's worse than the last one. Five. All right. You are still kind of paralyzed with fear. Can, can I collapse? Or like, or I just kind of like frozen, like scared? You are frozen. Okay. You are frozen. Okay. Hmm? Um, and Remus, your turn. You are... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm running in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Um... I'll turn and look back to see if Howard noticed. Uh, Howard's nowhere to be found. He is far. He's off in the other direction. Maybe you see a a light uh, bit of sparking magic, and maybe that's him, but you don't know. Uh, I really, like, I really don't want to be (laughs) here. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, no, no, you're fine. I just, it's like Remus is a non, like, I don't think I can do magic. Like, in my head, it's just like a weird physical thing that I can mm-hmm. do, and I don't really, I don't belong in this town. I don't, it doesn't add up for me to be here as a normal person, so it would be suspicious to be here. Um, Hmm. I'm going. Is there a building close to me? Yeah, there's a whole a whole bunch of buildings. What kind of building are you looking for? Uh, I'm going to look for just like a shop. Like, obviously not a I don't know not a magic shop, but if there's like a bookstore or something random. Oh yeah. Um, as you're running away from this market, you see off. Uh, as you're as uh, you're you're looking around, scanning, there is a tower in front of you. So if you're looking at the map, it's the tower uh, directly in front of the gates to the left. If you were to look at the one I sent you, uh, you're looking at this tower as its smoke is billowing off of it. As there is an uh, explosion from the one wall and kind of clearing around, you see a building um, to the left of it that looks almost like a, a bookshop with. Uh, that has a sign that says new students welcome supplies here um academia etc et, uh, et okay i'm gonna walk in if possible all right yay Ta-ding-sh. walk in his little bell is there anyone there it's out it, okay. it's, it's it looks like that uh 
that people are, if they're there, they're hiding or they fled. I'm going to turn, close the door, and use Kevin the key knife to lock it. Got it. Turn around. <laughs> locked. Um, door is locked. Are there like... What does the shop front window look like? Can you describe it to me? It's just books. <laughs> the front window? <laughs> yeah, like I, I want to know if I can like sit near the display or like if I can pose like... I'm, I'm picturing there's just like books and I want to bring out like a stool and I, Remus is just reading a book on the stool to like pretend he's a mannequin while scanning what's going on outside. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, this, the windows look, uh, have a tint of blue to them. So okay. looking out, it's a little bit fuzzy, not so much less like a uh, frosted, like a glass, yeah. but you know, a little bit fuzzy, so uh, you can't, like, kind of peering eye and see everything that's happening in. You get a gist okay. of, of figures kind of running by and running out. And uh, what's actually in there is, like, a cage of uh, almost like a stuffed owl that every 10 minutes you hear, well, you as you walk in, you hear it go, whoo! And it's on a timer you're going to you're gonna accept, kind of like everyone like walks in and like when there's someone in the presence, it just kind of makes a noise. And there are some stacks of books and some inks and quills and, you know, like basically like a display set up for like a back to school setting. Gotcha. And easy enough, you could pop, pull up a, a little stool and sit there. You do see a little gnome behind the counter huddling <laughs> as you pull his stool out. Is oh, I have... <laughs> Uh, hello, sir. Don't, um, don't hear me. I have no idea what's going on. I'm going to try and keep us safe by keeping watch at the window. You oh, stay oh. here, and we'll be okay, I hope. Oh, okay, okay. I'm Remus. This <laughs> eye isn't real. And I just walk away. <laughs> okay, okay. He's too spray. He's uh, startled in the moment. He doesn't know what to say. Um, okay. Um, Are there any other entrances? Uh, that that's all you get out of him in the moment. Okay. <laughs> is that uh, we pull up to the top of the round is as Azoth. Okay. Um, with uh, question, so with Fink's being uh, paralyzed at this point, if I've recognized that that's happened, um, is he able to be physically moved by somebody else? Would I be able to? lift this goblin and carry him? I'm very light. Yeah. Okay. You, you, being familiar, you could see that you could pick him up and run. So what, I, what I'd like to do, seeing everything that's going on, um, I would like to cast Fog Cloud. Okay. Where do you want to cast Fog Cloud? Uh, where, where currently where I'm at. It's got a 20-foot radius, so I want it to be enough that it would be able to uh, uh, obscure the vision of everything that's going up on the stage uh, to be able to grab Finks and head off towards the direction of the uh, mustard man. Okay. Uh, we'll say you pick him up, carrying him, you're at half speed. Okay. Okay. Uh, he is paralyzed, so he can't object to being carried, so no resistance there <laughs> from him from his end. Uh, you get uh, 15 feet, unless you're... What is your speed? Is it 30? Uh, 35 feet. 35 feet? Yeah. So you would get him 17, 15 feet, 15, 17 feet, pick him up, and you're running... Um, for, for what it's worth, my character is only about 30 pounds and I don't have any gear on me. So I don't know if that makes a difference for his movement speed. I'm not very heavy. I'll give you, I'll give you five, I'll give you five feet. Uh, or I'll give you 30 feet of, of running then. 
Okay. Uh, five feet of just kind of time of just kind of grabbing him and picking him up and kind of hooking him and then booking with him. So also, like I, don't, kind of a, I don't know if our, our psychic link is active. Mm. I don't remember. I, no. uh, he, did, he didn't pop it okay. before, I don't think. I'd probably just be yelling is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, <laughs> you can't. Unfortunately, you could be thinking it, but you can't. Like no words come out. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I just kind of want to be tying yeah. up the uh, psychic link with my screaming and terror and my amber alert. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you pick him up and you start running through this fog cloud okay. with coverage. Very good. Um, next up is Howard. Uh, well, seeing how I can't escape from this thing, I'm going to. Aldrich blasts the beast in front of me. Go for it. Uh, that is 13. 13? 13 hits. Nice. All right. Where is my attempt? Ooh. Um, seven points of damage. All right. Seven points of damage. As this uh, beast... It's now engaging with you. His tentacles, it's shimmering back and forth. Um, oh, by the way, sorry. Um, almost positive, but it has a shifter effect. Displacement. Um, let's see. Has to. All right. Moving forward. All right. So you, you broke off its, its displacement effect, I'll say, because I didn't have you roll with disadvantage at first. I'll roll with it. Um, yeah. Okay. You did that. You've now uh, done that. Is there anything else you want to do? Um, can I bonus action something out of my bag or no? I'll let you bonus action pulling something out of the bag. I'm going to pull out the ring, the shield ring. With mm-hmm. the one charge left on it, and yeah. get that ready for whatever. All right, pull it out, pop it on, get it ready. Um, it is the one displacer beast because that is what these things are. Uh, starts attacking another guard and goes running off after a civilian running around and starts attacking someone else chaotically. Um, the wizard. In shackles is uh, shouting commands and looking around and it's covered in fog and you see it trying to cast magic and nothing happens from that. Uh, The one is trying to help and uh, undo the shackles and see, make it make a roll. Actually, wrong dice. This needs to be done with a Chessex heavy dense dice. Twelve. That fails. The spectator looking around at you. What does it have? True sight is dark vision. Um, It doesn't see. It's going to spin around and fly up, actually. It's got a fly speed of 30 feet. And it's going to look down at you that is running away with its target. And I need you to make a wisdom save for me, Azoth. All right, D20? Yep. With With my modifier? Well, it'd be, uh, it should be on D&D Beyond. It says Wisdom Save or Saving Throws. Yeah, so Saving Throws, Wisdom Plus 6. Yes. So do so I just roll and then add the 6? Yep. Yes, sir. You're, ro- you're rolling the dice with the 20, correct? Yes. All right. Yeah. So uh, 11 plus 6, so 17. Oh, easily. You feel this psychic whip into your back. 
as these wounds start to rip open as you push it away and you it's almost like you felt your back cutting open but then they resealed and you're expecting damage but you didn't feel anything um actually no necrotic damage see half on a oh half on a successful save so hold on wait let me see how much you how many damage you actually take so you do feel these wounds opening up on your back sorry about that and you take One half. Uh, 12, 11 damage. As you feel these wounds rip open on your back, as it's like almost, almost like a whip, like a psychic uh, whipping lash. As you feel this dark, just energy just sucked from you as it hurts. It's going to throw a, uh, another ray at you. Make a, another constitution save for me, please. Uh, 15. 15. All right, this one again uh, saves. And you start to feel frightened, being your back feeling like it was ripped open. You, you're getting a little scared, but this confidence and training takes over, and you know what you have to do, and you need to get out of this situation. You start running forward still, not okay. frightened. Um. Finks, it is your turn. You're being carried. Uh, end of your turn. Make a saving throw. Constitution? Or, right. it, uh, yeah, constitution saving throw. I roll a 8 plus 3, 11. You're still frozen. Yeah. It's going to be a long 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, wait, no, is it? No, it's only one minute. One, one minute, minute, one minute. Okay. One minute. You have another, rounds. yeah, you have another seven, ra- uh, seven rounds. I, no, yeah. six rounds left. I'm paying for um, those 220s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Remus, your turn. Uh, you're, you're sitting in this. You're sitting, sitting in this front, in the bookstore front window, just kind of mannequining it, mannequining it. Yeah. Um, what like what seems to be going on? Are the like are the guards pretty much flushed out now, and these ciphers are kind of doing their deal, or? Um, you start seeing more guards starting to patrol the street. Start looking around. Uh, you start seeing. Some of uh, like one or two random red cl- or black cloaked figures running from other side streets and alleyways that you weren't that you weren't aware of. It sounds it sounds like this was kind of a uh, this wasn't a centralized localized attack. This was a planned premeditated event. Premeditated event. So it's kind of like the streets are starting to kind of be rent right, like run through with uh, some cult members. You're seeing guards run through. From what you can see, from where the where that like whole spectacle on stage happened it's it's not so much there but now all the streets now have like guards kind of patrolling and some of them are engaging in combat but the city watch is now alerted they're now aware that this is a cult attack this isn't just some random explosions that they were hearing juan do i'm gonna like I, I feel like I'm just going to spend the next six seconds talking to this old man and finding out what his name is. <laughs> My name? Can't you do anything for us? We're fine right now. No one's attacking us. Okay, let's keep it that way. I, I am. I, I, I just, I'm kind of bored. <laughs> bored? Small. Go to if you're bored, go to Oogie Games at 2406 <laughs> Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York at 14304. <laughs> Buy, sell, trade, used, and new games. 
Did you know they also repair games? They do. They do. Oogie <laughs> games. <laughs> um, I saw I that like, on the website today. Awesome. Sour Tunch real quick. Oogie games. <laughs> There's a psychic wrecking from Remnants of just what? Oogie games. I tell, I tell the shop owner I will give them the Oogie Games special. Boom Boom taught me that he has no idea what that even means, but... <laughs> give them it! Give them it! Can you fight? I, I will! I Yes, we'll be fine! You just... I locked the door! <laughs> um, Alright, top of the round. Azoth? Um, Alright. Um, still gonna head in the direction, but while I'm going, I want to uh, heal up a bit, so I'm gonna cast Healing Word. Okay. Um, uh, I heal myself eight points. Eight points? Cool. Yeah. Heal up. Uh, you're running. By now, after, after the end of this turn, you've now come in and you run up on this yellow mustard-cloaked figure fighting this panther-looking creature. And Howard, it is your turn as this elf. Uh, I don't know. What are you wearing? I don't know if you want to describe what you see you come running up at you. Yeah. Carrying Finks. So, running towards Mustard Man, uh, approaches a uh, uh, an elf of short stature. Uh, he is um, about four foot ten. Um, he's wearing um, garments similar to like a uh, uh, a monk's robe of sorts, or like Assassin's Creed style um, hooded vestment. Very simple, very basic, no fancy adornments or anything. Um, he looks like me, Mohawk, and he's got uh, runic tattoos all over him as well. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right, so you see this guy from running up carrying Finks at you. It's your turn. Um, little help, and I'm going to turn back and shoot an Eldritch Blast at the Displacer Beast. Make an attack roll. All right. Uh, oof. Nine. Oh, nine does not hit. As it goes, yeah, I think so. And it hits, but it doesn't deal damage. As this, uh, this blast of you see this now being in front of it. What you see is you see this yellow cloaked kind of like how he is described. Puts his hand out, and this book of this big book in his one arm kind of appears as he shoots and unleashes this arcane yellow energy that. Almost looks like it's slimy and sludgy, kind of shoots off of his hand. And as he does, you notice these like archaic, not runes, but some language that you're something you don't recognize kind of shoot a shimmer off of his hand. Almost like uh, when um, Doctor Strange does the time magic and you see like these like, like sigils pop up. Geometric sigils, basically. Yeah, yeah, like geometric sigils. Just, as he launches a blast at this beast. And it hits it right in its chest, and it just... Ah, as the two tentacles come up and kind of get ready for a next attack. Um, which we go right to... It is the, this creature now going to make uh, two more final lashes at you. It is going to make its attack rolls. 16 plus 6. No, 16 plus 5 hits. And that hits. 12 plus... Anything hits, too. <laughs> uh, shield on that one. So oh. my little re- uh, shield ring. Okay. 12 plus 5, you said? Yes, 12 plus 5. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so it'll miss. Oh, nice. So 
Wait, does it? Yeah, because mine's 13, and then shield grants me plus 5. That is true, doesn't it? Yeah. Right? You're not just bullshitting me right on spells. No. Uh, yeah, I was, just, I was just looking that up. It's a okay. plus 5 to my AC with the uh, shield. All right. I'll trust you on the shield. I, I'll trust that. I, yeah. I don't want to look up. I trust, I, don't, I'm you. Not, I trust you. <laughs> You, you try to you try to haggle me on money, but I feel like spellcraft. Yeah, is. no, I mean, <laughs> um, it's true. It is true. It's true. Uh, the second slash misses. So first one comes down and hits. You get whacked with. Ooh, is that supposed to be a one? That is one plus. Um, displacer beast. Let's see one plus. Four, so five points of bludgeoning damage and five points of piercing damage as these claws rank into you. Okay. Okay. It is now um, the wizard, uh, the two wizards that are trying to work on the, man, can, on the, on the shackles. Uh, you see them. Actually, no, they're within fog. So it's their turn. Uh, yep, that's that. This thing, uh, you would notice, this thing in the sky, you're looking around for it, uh, expecting another attack, uh, Azoth, and you see it go, boop, and it blips out of existence. And at that same moment, too, all the other creatures that had appeared went, plop, 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 and they all just blipped out. Fink's your turn. Uh, Am I afraid of this non-existent thing now? Mm. Sure. Let me see real quick. Fear. You I'll say to... I'll say no. I'll say no. You're not afraid of it anymore. All right, we did it. You're able to move, <laughs> and and down. There is now a quietness that has overtaken the square. You still hear people screaming and shouting farther out amongst down streets and alleyways. And you do still see some cloaked, robed, like hooded figures that are fighting guards and are they're grabbing people now. Seeing that that uh, two of the other members had fl- have uh, fled, and you see them as they grab people, they're bamfing out and teleporting away. We're going to pick up there next week, guys. What? What, what is the bookkeeper's name? Uh huh. <laughs> I just wanted, I want to finish up there. So yeah, we're going to pick up there and uh, we'll see what happens up in the aftermath of this battle. We'll let our party kind of reconvene and see what happens within this aftermath of this chaos. Hmm. We'll pick up there guys. Uh, I was your dungeon master, Anthony. Thank you so much for uh, running along with us. Welcome to our new players. Uh, Mark and Tony playing Azoth. Uh, where's his name? Azoth Frostwind, as well as Finks. Thanks so much for joining our party. You guys have healers! I am so excited! <laughs> as healers, I'm so excited! Perfect, because um, I need him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to pick up to that healing just uh, in about seven days, I think. Um, Mark, uh, Azoth, let the good people know where to find you. Where are you at? Um, do, I, I am on your address. Uh, it's not your address. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude. He's <laughs> in that little square. I see him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm on uh, Instagram. I actually designed the uh, the banner for the network, network.com Oh my gosh. I didn't, I didn't mention it. Yes, guys. Mark's the one that did our kick. <laughs>
Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I, I remembered. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the.mark.716. Uh, I take pictures of cool stuff and I do art and uh, yeah. Hey guys, head him up for commission. He does some great work. We, d- we like it. Um, another new player, Tony. Let everyone know where they can find Finks. What are you doing? What's up? Uh, honestly, I wasn't prepared for the uh, where we can find you, so I had to look at my Instagram oh. handle real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you can find my Instagram at tbarafato. You can figure that spelling out. I'll let uh, Anthony post it somewhere, I'm sure. It's some <laughs> notes. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. I don't do too much uh, on social media right now. So Sweet. Uh, Remus and Howard. Remus, go next. I don't mind oh, I said both of you. Uh... I just first off, I want like just like a little splash graphic of ba- the spelling of Barafano when Tony says that. <laughs> Make sure it's like wrong. <laughs> Four different rings. Spaghettios. Yes. I'm I'm Ricky Coates. You can find me at Rick Coates on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Um, I'm here playing Remus, the Soul Knife Rogue on podcasters. I'm apparently going to befriend some elderly bookkeeper, general, bookhouse gentleman. Uh, hopefully, he's my best friend. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll have, he'll have a pet for me to steal or take from him, and I will be full. Uh, take it away, Howard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Howard uh, Phillips. My name is Daniel Chavez, playing Howard Phillips. Uh, you can find me on uh, where am I? Instagram and Facebook, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. I like to doodle. Um, check it out. Check out the network, bicvp-radio.com. Back to you, Anthony. Yeah. Also, real quick, uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, me and uh, Danny did start up the regular D&D talks for, for uh, podcasters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, coined by <laughs> uh, Chris Chavez as Roll for Wisdom. And I was like, oh, it's really good. So... Yeah, yeah, we started oh, this. Yeah. We started this now, so it's gonna be coming. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't listened, tune in yet. Uh, me and Danny do a roll for wisdom, just some general D and D talk. If anyone wants to talk D and D with us, join the conversations. Yeah, maybe you got questions. Yeah, ask Anthony and Danny. Yes, we'll and I throw this out there: we are don't definitely don't ask me. <laughs> we are not. We are uh, not, we uh, not uh, uh, professionals at this. This is all uh-huh. a matter of our opinion, so don't add us. Um, don't add us. <laughs> yep. The comments will get savage. Uh, yes, <laughs> they will. <laughs> but all right, guys. So there it is. There you guys have it. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out. Uh, support the stream. Head on over to the YouTube if you aren't watching it on that, and you know, click like, follow, subscribe. Below we have links. Check out everyone's uh, merch uh, wherever you can find them at. Grab a T-shirt. Support the stream. Support us. Let us know what's up. And uh, see you guys next week. Peace.